Welcome to Scalable Happiness. I'm your host, Taj Grewal. Scalable happiness, maximize happiness, minimize stress, always be at your best. Welcome back, everyone. So this is episode five, Intentional Obligations. We understand happiness is a state of being where everything is fine. We understand stress is where we want two incompatible things at the same time. We have decided to prioritize our happiness by minimizing our stress. In essence, we want to reduce the incompatible moments in our life. And last episode, we fortified ourselves against judgment, realizing that the only person worth being accountable to is yourself. You are the one who will live through the consequences, both positive and negative. Once you make that decision, the next step is to value your time and, much more importantly, value your energy. What do I mean by energy? I'm talking about it in the scientific sense, in that we require energy to move objects around. This is a mistake that most of the industrialized world makes. They confuse time with energy because time is much easier for mediocre managers to measure. But if, for example, I'm hiring someone to cut down 10 trees, I shouldn't care if they take two hours or eight hours. I need the energy output that gets those 10 trees onto the truck. The industrialized world simply cares about the lowest hourly rate. It doesn't matter if half of the team is incompetent, the project goes over budget, or even fails completely. As long as the powers that be got a good rate for the labor, they are absolved of all other responsibilities. You want to be in places where your output is valued, not your time as an input. That is why it's best to be an artisan in your pursuits, for artisans are always evaluated on the end product, and they get to charge a premium for their work. Nobody will value you more than you value yourself. And my derivation of that is nobody will value your energy if you don't value your energy. Ask yourself, how do I want to be spending my time and energy? What does my ideal week look like? So let's think of this as a budget. But instead of allocating money, we are allocating time and energy. And let's get started from a blank slate. First, sleep. Budget in quality sleep. It seems like each week, a new study confirms the power of rest for the brain, muscular system, immune system, etc. So the first thing I do is to carve seven to nine hours of rest for myself each night. That's seven to nine, not 79. Most people have a morning routine and an evening wind down as well. Be sure to make room for that. Next, we've got our non-negotiable obligations. Work. Unless you are post-economic, you have to work. The problem with work is not when we are physically at work. That's the trade-off. 
We know that we signed up for this and it's important to do high quality work during a set time. The problem is introduced when we are thinking about it off the clock or it invades other areas of our life. The nature of work means that you will need to provide energy and value to someone else. There are elements of that that will be out of your control, but you can manage your time and more importantly, your energy by being present at work. Thinking about work off the clock is the worst offense. You are giving away time and energy meant for something else. Work where you will be accountable for your actions, where your name is attached to the output. This has been my biggest career blunder. My colleagues and I have delivered fantastic results in the past, but they are all hidden behind NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, and the credit was taken by bosses up the chain. Every job has its Instagrammable moments, and people fall into the wrong line of work thinking that the majority of time will be spent doing cool things. Most jobs are boring, even the so-called sexy ones. Find a job that's so beneficial to society that you will pursue it even on the toughest days when you can still find a reason to do the work where others can't. That's what gets confused by the phrase, follow your passion. The successful people who used that as their mantra simply found something that they were so passionate about that they would be able to persevere through the bad times and still get the work done. If you're not satisfied with what you're doing for work and you have no clue where to turn your attention, try this thought exercise. If you died tomorrow, what would be the biggest unsolved problems remaining on this planet? Make progress against those problems and you will lead a fulfilling life. So digressing, I put sleep and work as the first two because for the majority of people, we have to work on a fixed schedule. And after you account for quality sleep and your time at work, including your commute, morning routine, and wind-down period, there's only roughly a third to a half of the day remaining for most people. Now we can carve out further obligations in our schedule. So number three, family. This one will be personal to each of you. Everyone has different family situations. What commitments and obligations do you have to your family? More importantly, what commitments do you want to have with your family? So for your spouse, schedule in date nights. Your relationship will not take care of itself. The same way muscles atrophy if you don't use them, you will lose your relationships if you don't intentionally nourish them. Children, what are your goals as a parent? My simple view on parenting is that it's like taking care of a plant. You give it nourishment and love, take care of the roots underneath the soil, and let the plant grow according to its nature. Others prefer to spend their time doing other things, stopping by to spray paint the healthiest shade of green they can find so they can show off to their friends and peers. Look how green and healthy my plant is. 
For me, as far as the budgeting is concerned, I schedule intentional leisure with my kids, with them in charge. It gives them autonomy, leadership, and control, something kids don't experience enough of these days. So number four on our time budget is food. So I'm into time-restricted eating and intermittent fasting, and if anyone has questions about those strategies, I'm happy to answer them. But whether you eat one meal a day or four, you need to make sure that it's baked into your routine. Food is our fuel, and the fuel is converted into energy. It does matter what you put into your body. Every piece of energy gets transferred or stored somewhere on your body for later. If you are wondering why you are tired during the day, it could be stress, it could be a feeling of being overwhelmed, or it could simply be that your diet doesn't support an energetic life. If you want your vehicle to fulfill its potential, give it the fuel that will maximize its longevity. Also, in the spirit of being present in the moment, try to eat without a screen in front of you as much as possible. Most of us only pay attention to the food we consume when we're at a fancy restaurant and we've paid a lot of money to be there. We pay attention to the spices and the flavors of every bite we take, yet you can have the same pleasure at home with a basic meal. You can find the same enjoyment with every bite if you pay attention to it without distracting yourself on a screen. So sleep, work, family, and food. If someone told you that these four areas of their life were under control, how peaceful and happy do you think that person is? Work on carving out the appropriate time for these essentials and then enjoy being present. It's that simple. If you have a solid foundation of sleep, work, family, and food, you are in an excellent position for next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.